you guys. It's Michelle at Divine's Purpose. It's late and um, I just had the most incredible shift in timeline through a video that a Divine Masculine posted on Instagram in regards to embodying Shiva during Kali Yuga and immediately Kali inside of me went, Shiva? <laughs> and I heard a laugh and I was watching the video and I was like, oh, interesting. And it was the energy of him saying, you know, we need Shiva more than ever. And I think what set this off inside of me was when he said, there is nobody on this planet right now embodying Shiva. And right away, Kali was upset. And it felt very disrespectful to all of the amazing master teachers and um, souls who have taken on Shiva as a consciousness because anybody who takes on Shiva, Kali, or any god and goddess is a consciousness and not in a physical form through the motion of what we see with our physical eyes. Um, beautiful declaration he had, but it set me off. And... Um, it has to be said to understand that anybody who understands God and goddess consciousness is understanding the ancient Greeks had it right that every God and goddess is parts of your psyche. And I know a lot of people in the spiritual community throw God and goddess terms around and they don't truly embody it. But you have to remember that if you say, I'm going to embody God or goddess, whichever God or goddess you want to say, in any civilization, in any form, in any timeline, that holds a lot of accountability and a lot of things do happen as you bring that energy in. Um, and then it brought me back into when I went to Bali and how my entire life changed back in 2019 physical changes like I went back this is why I love Instagram because they have the archives and I was going back and watching the videos I was like shit I predicted a lot of shit man I predicted COVID I predicted how Soul Tribe was supposed to be in sacred land while COVID hit but a lot of people didn't hear it and they dismissed it and they got stuck with the COVID and all this shit um Mostly what I was paying attention to was my physical appearance. Like the possession of Kali Ma was very apparent. Um, and it was a very hard three months. There's a lot that I never shared um, through the motion of Kali was not kind at all. But it had to be done through the motion of the soul contract. Also remembering when I look back, I was like, oh my God, like my entire left side of my face shifted like I had... Um, an episode of something and a medical seizure and my entire left side of my face shifted then and I still have that now actually and it's funny that it was Kali who brought that to me through the motion of the left side of my face which is the feminine side um, that brought on a more shifting on my face and my teeth shifting and all a lot of things and every I remember you know a lot of people after that was like, did you get plastic surgery? And I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, you know, just say that you want to be in goddess energy and watch everything change. Um, I think it's really important for me to come on as goddess to share this because, you know, back then I did not know 
um, very much. I was very much still in my healing process, but as I was in my healing process, I was pushed on to be a teacher, um, which was very hard because <laughs> I literally had no support. Um, I didn't have anybody I can look up to. There was just a few people in the Twin Flame community then um, speaking about tarot and understanding the codependency of the Twin Flame journey. Nobody knew what the hell they were talking about. Um, and funny enough, you know, I was so blessed that I stumbled on Michael Murdad, who has been one of my greatest teachers of Christ consciousness. Um, and eight years prior to that, I was following and learning through the motion of Andrew Bartis, the galactic historian, who has also taught amazing subjects such as Lemuria, Atlantis, um, you know, all of the different energies when it comes to consciousness. So I already had a little bit of a seed planted, um, but I didn't know what I was doing. And I just really just said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going on and whatever happens, happens because I allowed the divine to channel through me. And I know um, through that energy, you know, it's not the easiest to do because you have all these fears of judgment and, you know, um, your own self-doubt and stuff. But obviously when Kali came to me, the three months in Bali, when I wasn't even supposed to be in Bali, I went to Bali because I was led through the motion of someone else meaning I went there to close out cycles for my Catalyst Twin then. I didn't even want to go to Bali. I had no interest in going to Asia. Um, but when I did go, I learned a lot. And um, I also learned that I was a very old soul and I had nothing to worry about. I already knew what I needed to do through the gifts of the soul remembrance and the soul renewal. Um, and that's when new age anything just went right out the window. I was like, don't ever call me new age shit because this is ancient and, you know, it's that just that beautiful divine instrument that just plays through you. Um, and I think it's incredible when I look back and watch videos and understand that, you know, there was a really not a lot of people watching me at that time. And if you were with me, then thank you. You know, thank you for still being here. I know some has slipped out. Some has stayed. New people have come through. Blessed. But I, I feel like it's very important to understand that when I was talking in 2019, it's basically where a lot of souls are right now through the motion of another wave. Um, and a lot of predictions did come through. And it's understanding the journey of the goddess. Um, and also understanding, you know, as goddess, we think, right, the human self thinks we know what we're doing and we're getting visions. And I remember, you know, I said in 2020, after Bali, I'm going to Egypt. And I was like, so like, I'm going to Egypt. Nothing is going to stop me. Even though I was predicting about the world closing through the motion of this virus, I still, the human self's like, I know I got this, I got this. But you know what? It's because the human self, your thoughts are not in control. And it was very apparent that when I did leave Bali and I came back to Canada, which I then considered home, and I'll, I'll tell you why I said then I consider home. Um, I didn't realize that fucking Egypt was coming to me. <laughs> because you understand consciousness that everything is actually happening all in the same timeline. And you don't actually have to go anywhere when you are reaching higher consciousness and higher dimensions. And they can come to you wherever you are. Because consciousness is not a location. 
I say this all the time. It's not a person. It's formless. So when you go into understanding that there's not one person on this planet embodying Shiva, that is a super ego speaking. And um, that's when Kali came in with rage. Because if you see Kali in any iconic image of her, she basically is holding Shiva's head because she murdered him multiple times. <laughs> and what that means is that Shiva carried a lot of ego and uh, she had to come in and release that ego through death. And that's why I laugh hysterically. A lot of goddesses who understand this energy knows that you must die multiple deaths and may you die well, honey, to embody a god or goddess consciousness. Um, so when you do say something, be aware of the responsibility. But what a beautiful statement. God bless you. God bless you in, in embodying the Shiva. But please do not disrespect a lot of the beautiful energies um, like Sat Yoga um, who come in and teach and embody Shiva in such a way that most don't even have the fucking balls to do so. Like, trust me, I, you know, I, I'm very in tune with um, God consciousness and a lot more people are understanding who the true teachers are and their name and their energy is here. We've been here. So it's very important to understand that a lot of us have also had this journey previous lives. So you can dismiss it if you decide to because it doesn't resonate with this specific skin suit. But I cannot. As goddess, I understand the soul's path and I understand what this journey is truly about as consciousness is increasing and increasing, increasing. Okay, blessed. So why I said to you guys, Canada, when I said that was my home, because when Kali came through and Kali came through, um, and yes, I would tell you I was possessed and I did go through a lot of different energies with Kali because she was not kind to me. So much gratitude for the three months in Bali for so many lessons I had to close out. I realized that my journey was very destructive and I had to understand that even my home even feel like home anymore and since then I never returned and I never will you know this is the energy of understanding that you are truly a light worker I share that today on my story today too you know it's understanding that the term light worker is not one who likes to play with cards crystals this all this like you know pretending it's the one who says I'm destroying everything and I'm walking with God so I know everything else behind me needs to be gone and I need to give it up. And it's very true. And, you know, this is the, this is the true path of a true teacher. So, you know, I think I would probably say, you know, if you're paying money or you're investing your energy in a teacher that hasn't done this, you may want to reevaluate why you are attracted to that person through the motion. Is that person really embodying the highest energy of God or a real light worker or Yeshua, the Christ self? Or is it stimulating your ego? Most people in the spiritual community are being stimulated through their super ego or their spiritual ego and not even aware of it. And that's why these 
individuals have a lot of followers. And in the end of the day, guys, it's fine because everybody has their journey. Everybody has their path, right? But when you're embodying the God and goddess template in true form through the motion of really the embodiment versus just talking, then you are on a higher dimensional plane. Therefore, you see the lower plane, which is bringing the lower plane, which is bringing the lower plane, meaning it's still awakening people. But if you're listening to someone like myself or an individual who understands God and goddess through the motion of um, the highest energy, right? The highest energy of why we're here through prophecy as God and goddess, then you understand that you will also be challenged through the motion of thy ego. Because thy ego is not thy will. And I like how I'm saying it because thy truly means God but ego does mean edging God out. And a lot of people think that this is a God energy, but it's truly the super ego or the super, um, excuse me, the spiritual ego. And we all have to face it. I face it all the time. It's not like I don't have an ego. I do. Like, it's not like I'm not saying I don't. What I'm saying to you is when I channel and I come into the highest energy, I'm channeling through the highest energy. And, um, and then I have to leave it and then, you know, deal with my ego. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blessed. And you have to understand that this entire evening was a beautiful, beautiful reflection of understanding and also actually reviewing, like, to see how this all has transpired through the years physically. You know, I look back and I was like, oh, my God, like, who's that girl? Like, she's so young. Like, I was looking back, I was like, oh, you're so young. You're so cute. And I was like, I don't resonate with her. And that's just three years ago. But I remember when I went back to Canada after Bali, and then I was traveling a little bit in between, because I I used to like live out of a bag, y'all. Like when I got divorced in 2016, uh, yes, I got divorced in 2016. If anybody know, I was married uh, once upon a lifetime ago. Um, 2016, I was just on that freaking destruction path, um, destroying things, realizing things, destroying things, like just the death after death after death after death after motherfucking death. And I, I nearly went through a few near-death experiences through the motion of multiple hospital trips. Some, no, I just laid on the floor. It was like, kill me now, God, take me now. And then God's like, nope, psych. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, real spiritual teachers all know that. Like, I have ascended. I have got home. And then it's like, you're like on the floor in your own sweat, in your jewel, and you're like, no, I'm still here. And it's like, damn, shit. And you know, at that moment in time, you have a bigger responsibility. And I was like, okay, let's do it. But I remember that home template. And when I went back, it was a nightmare, y'all. Oh my God. Cause why? I was more in tuned to every shadow. Callie came in and is like, you're going to be the best shadow worker there is, honey, because I'm Callie and I'm coming through. And not only Callie, I got a fucking tattoo on my right hand of Shekmet. What the fuck was I thinking? Callie was integrating Shekmet through the motion of Egypt. And I was just saying to you guys, 
I thought I was going to Egypt, but Egypt was coming to me while Kali was doing her thing with me. And I say it in regards to an energy outside of me, but truly it is a part of my own soul's retrieval that has already done the work in previous lives, but now I'm just remembering. I hope you're following, but it's easier to say this as a story, like they're outside of me, but they're not. It's all inside because it's a part of the psyche. (coughs) Okay. I got a tattoo on my right hand, which is my masculine side of Shekmet. And Shekmet said, my beautiful goddess, because you are walking this world alone with men who are lusting over you to the point that they're showing up at your door with their dick out, ready to rape you, I will be your protector. And that's when I went back home, air quote, though you can't see me, and all of the shadow of the lineage hit me like like when I wanted to like run, and I don't believe in the runner and chaser dynamic because I think that's a lower consciousness. But when I said I want to run, I couldn't. Was there any fucking Nikes or uh, I don't know, Fila's, Adidas? Y'all, I'm old school. Any type of sneaker that can make me run fast, yo. Like I was like, go. And I remember when I almost died in the ocean. <laughs> Guys, I'm dropping some knowledge here of my story, but whatever. Follow if you want to follow. If you don't, cool. Um, I remember when I almost drowned in the ocean because I wasn't even in the ocean. I was on a motherfucking boat. Noah's Ark motion. The day before COVID hit, Bahamas. Listen, Bahamas water is like a swimming pool. It is the most magical water, but... Whatever God took us on that day, that eight-hour Noah's Ark, uh, Bermuda Triangle shit, y'all. Like the Bohemian police were looking for us. (laughs) Oh my God, it was crazy. The day we almost drowned in the ocean, um, a lot was given to me and I remember that I had to go back to Canada and they closed everything down and when I was there guys that was the worst of it because nothing is worse than seeing the shadows of each of your family members specifically the one that you don't want to see the one that you've been running from the most um and everything came in and um when they opened up those borders, once again, Canada, not, not Mexico. Mexico's been open. I took the fucking first flight. It was so hard for me to get here, y'all. But when I told you I got here, because God said, you better get the fuck out of here, girl, because this shadow is about to possess you even deeper. I was like, bye. Packed my shit. Never looked back. And I knew, I knew, no one else knew, but I knew. I was like, I'm never coming back. It's over. This is not my home anymore. This is the true story of understanding this journey. And, you know, a lot of people will be like, 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, this is too scary. I get it. Like, maybe you don't need to do it in this lifetime, maybe the next lifetime. But eventually, we're all going to have to do it in some point. Why? Because it's the physical representation of allowing your ego to die and detaching from the old and understanding the karmic patterns and cycles that we all carry through the motion of programs. It's all good. You know what I mean? It's all good. But the energy there was real. And I wanted to say that because when I looked back, I was like, oh my God, like it's so true. Because I would never have thought that I would have shared this story with you a few years ago when I heard other spiritual teachers, and I'm talking about real spiritual teachers like Michael Murdad, bless his soul, that has said the same thing. I was like, that's not gonna be me. Nah, 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 nah. And then bam, and then boom, and then here I am. And I'm like, shit. Like, I know, guys, how hard this is. And I think it's amazing how we all have the same story, but yet we don't have all the same story. If you're at this vibration, if you understand where I'm saying, um, because it's this beautiful understanding of the God, of the, of the chosen ones, right? The ones who do choose this path. You are chosen and we're all walking in, into the same energy of Christ consciousness together. And it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I know we're out here. I know we're doing it. I know, I know, I know. And that is the only thing I know. Because everything else I don't fucking know. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you don't know things. You really don't. You know, as, as much as you think you're all the Claire's and you're so goddess and you're so God. And, and it's true. We, I am. I am goddess. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, and you'll, you'll know this through the motion of the many um, podcasts or the interviews I've done. When someone goes, says to me, like, what do you know? I say, I know nothing. I really don't. And that's the truth. And uh, you allow yourself to be humble to the supreme being, um, the supreme energy of God and goddess consciousness that is leading you to your direction because we don't know. Um, so with that said, I want to say to you, you know, um, in this specific life, as I am half Egyptian um, and half Georgian, I've never been to Egypt in this life. And um, I know, I know, I have, I've had Andrew Bartas, by the way, if you don't, if you don't know who he is, is the galactic historian. Um, there's only a, a few that have been chosen for that role, but he has the only one who has taken it in such a beautiful way, in my humble opinion. Anyways, he's not cheap, cheap. he's a thousand dollars an hour, but you know, I, you know, when I say to you guys, I don't give a shit, like when I'm called to something, I'll do it money for me is energy. It always comes back. I really do preach. I mean, I really do act what I preach. I do what I preach. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, if you want a real Akashic record reading, Andrew Bartis is the way to go. And I'm telling you right now, you already know that you've put the pyramids of Giza together, that you've walked the sands of time with whoever prophet, figure, whatever the names are, the holy people, <laughs> like the holy people, you already know. 
at this point in the game, you already know. I mean, if you are in the energy that I'm referring to as God and Goddess, Christ Consciousness, 144, you already know, my love. So the thing is, my whole point of this was saying that you don't need to go to these lands because you already, your, your, DNA, your DNA is already there. Your DNA is already there. And when it does become activated once again, and the lights will shine, and it will be so blinding, you will know that your, your inner work through this journey, through the consciousness, because it's not a location, you have helped that reactivate through your own activation. And you have to understand, right, sacred land, sacred land. I kept going sacred land. And it was so funny because in 2016, when I did get divorced, I came right here. I was in Mexico. Didn't know why. This is where I showed up. And I remember being in the ghetto in Mexico all by myself, almost getting hit by a car. A child hit me over the head with a ball. An eagle an eagle landed on my head and scratched the shit out of my head. And I remember a man just biking through going, hey, chica, welcome to Mexico. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's so funny because I've been alone this entire time since then. And um, it's been interesting. And the one thing I'll tell you is why am I here is because the Mayan culture is the same exact as Egypt. Now, don't tell the Mayan people that because, you know, they like separation. Everybody likes their own little thing. And I get it. Much respect, you know, much respect. I'm giving a love salute to the Mayan civilization because they do deserve that salute. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all one in the highest form and uh, we all come through source. And um, all of the lands and the pyramids here and the energy is the same. And in the end of the day, it's a portal. And I feel this is important. I can't believe I've been talking for 25 minutes and I need to go to sleep. It's 10.10 over here. God's plan. Blessed. Um, anyways, the reason why I'm saying this is because once again, the one thing that came up as a reminder to all you beautiful souls, three years later, you are going to be called to sacred lands. That's all I want to say again. I feel like it's so repetitive. I know three years later, I'm saying the same thing. You're going to be called to sacred lands because you haven't done it yet. You haven't gone. You haven't released. You haven't let go. You haven't detached. You haven't let the Shiva Kali dance inside of you just really destroy you. <laughs> you got to be careful when you work with certain energies and you got to be careful when you say you are going to be because the creator of all, prime creator, is going to say, and it shall be. <laughs> and then you have to actually be it and embody it. And if you don't, well, don't complain if you're having challenges. So that's that. Um, thank you to the beautiful soul who ignited this whole freaking thing. I can't believe I'm still awake. Um, but, you know, that's what happens. And I just like, you know what? I need somewhere to share this. And I was like, podcast. So blessings. Take it as it resonates. Um, you know, I'm not surprised. I remember back in 2018, 
Y'all, I was called crazy. I was like, you crazy, girl. You crazy, you crazy, girl. You crazy. And I'm like, motherfucking duh. Like, everybody should be fucking crazy at this point of the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, judgment, shame, crazy, name calling, blah, 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 blah. Me just flipping my finger off to all of it because I'm like, what? Did, I don't care. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you have to understand that more and more people are understanding that ascension is is upon us all upon us all and we're all ascending but we're all having our own timeline and we're all having our own challenges and we're all having our own a b c d e f g moments right and that's cool but shout out to everybody who's actually speaking the truth of god and being the truth of god but also respecting the others that are already here doing it and the people who've done it before us Humble yourself. You know, that's the one thing I will always do. I will always support my soul fam. I have no need to be jealous. I have no need to compare. I have no need for any of that because that's the motion of the devil playing tricks on you. You know what I'm saying? Blessed. I am here to serve one master and that is God. And if I'm serving that master God, guess what happens? I know we're all one, so why the fuck are we comparing? (laughs) Last message of the evening is a very beautiful message, and it is the message about detachment. It's so funny how you grow your toenail, and it's no problem cutting that shit off every few weeks because it's getting too long and irritating you. But that toxic motherfucker that is just leashing on you, sucking you dry, treating you like shit, can't cut that off, but you are easily to cut off something that's attached to your body. But that motherfucker, you can't cut off. That was the message for this evening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please come again soon. <laughs> I love y'all.